Welcome back to East Meets West podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Christina. And we are going to be talking to you guys today about Enneagrams, pretty much personality traits. Yeah. um, Things that we've kind of learned about ourselves and people around us. And how we've navigated life because of it. Exactly. Yeah. uh, I'm so glad I ran into it or discovered it. And I, I honestly wish... I remember what got me started with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't. I don't know what what got me. Well, I will say my cousin Griselda, she was really into the, um, oh gosh, the I am, oof, it was the 16 trait or the 16 personality mm-hmm. thing. It was something different. And she was into that and she got me started. And then I just started poking around and, and stumbled upon the Enneagram and I started talking to a coworker about it and she knew about it and she told me I'm a two look into that which we'll get into what we are but foreshadowing there <laughs> but she really told me hey you should check out these Instagram accounts and just you know just deep dive mm-hmm. into it so I loved it so what is the Enneagram So basically, um, it's personality traits. So it kind of defines how you interpret situations, how you feel about things that happen, things that people say, things that people do. Um, It's basically kind of how you go through life and how you react to stimuli, Mm -hmm. essentially. It's just your knee-jerk reaction to everyday life and Mm -hmm. why you do what you do right and it just really shifts the focus inward and shifts the focus to what is the the cattle or what is the motivated right but pushes you to do what you do right um your core fears your Mm -hmm. core desires exactly and it's it's based off of that that core essentially a core fear Mm -hmm. and a core desire yep and And as humans that's mm -hmm what propels us through life. So it differs from like a horoscope or Mm -hmm. it differs from any of all those other uh, personality tests uh, that I've come across in the sense of it doesn't put you in a box. Right. It makes, it it gives you the tools to break Mm -hmm. out of the box. Right. And to grow. Mm -hmm. Because not only are you a number, it, it, um, as you study it, as you get into it more, you get to, um, realize how you can improve how you can grow as a human and we all can improve we can mm-hmm. all grow exactly and it's a great tool exactly um, so. and and you don't have to be like a you know psychology major or anything like that because with with the enneagram um and we'll, we'll give you like the resources that we use when we kind of compiled our list yeah. and, and did all of this there's but, a few out there exactly like you just go on and google it and mm-hmm. there's like a ton of websites and stuff yeah. essentially with the enneagram so you you take the test you get your personality your number mm-hmm. and then you can actually you you can literally just scratch the surface yeah. of of understanding it or you can really delve into it and into the complexity of it and i mean you can see how one personality type blends into the other yeah. one how it wings out and, mm-hmm. and they um, have wings exactly mm-hmm. and and so you can actually go you can see when when you are your worst self your most stressed self you 
tend to, to go towards yep yeah. tend to deviate towards a, a your a different the personality side trait of exactly. another number and then when you're functioning at your best you or your most optimal you're also headed towards another mm-hmm. personality type so it it all it's it blends together and it's just a matter of how deep you want to go into it and what i use it for or what i find it very useful for is how to love those that you care about around you Mm -hmm. to the best or to um, the degree that they're going to interpret love by. Right. So it kind of bleeds into another topic, which is the the five languages. Your love language. Yeah. Which, Mm -hmm. anyway, it's similar in the sense of how I use that. Yeah. Which I know my, my husband's an eight. So I, not only do I study mine, I also study his and my close mm-hmm. friends as well. Like my cousin mentioned, oh, follow these uh, Instagram accounts. I do. Mm-hmm. And I'll share them with yep. the twos, threes, fours, fives, sixes, sevens, eights in my life. <laughs> and um, I will say, I don't have a five in my life. <laughs> I don't think I have a five. None of my friends, mm-hmm. not all of them have taken the test, so I don't know. And I try real hard to not diagnose my friends. <laughs> um, but I will say... Everyone that I thought, where I'll be like, okay, that person's, they're a three or yeah, they're a whatever. Can, once, once you, once you understand the different types, you can just within five to ten minutes of yeah. talking to somebody, you can decide, like you can actually figure out which one they are. Yep. yep. And you, and it I, helps. You. Yeah. It, yep. It does. It's a great um, power, but it could be used for evil. <laughs> that, that's what I was gonna say. And committing you know. like evil, which is bad, but yeah. You know, that's, a, that's the bad part of it. However, anytime yeah. you delve into psychology, you have that power. Right. Yeah. Um, but we are not professionals. No, by absolutely. any means in mm. any of this. So this is just self. This is self-taught. Yeah. Uh, YouTube, um, Instagram, huge resource. Mm-hmm. And the ones on Instagram, I will say, those are more stereotypical, but they're more like haha. Yeah. You know, and they're meant to get people interested in mm-hmm. the Enneagram and kind yeah. of as like a hook in a way with beautiful uh, infographs and, um, yeah. you know, they just make it very relatable. Right. And even to the skeptics mm-hmm. in my life, which ironically are the eights, <laughs> they are like, oh, you know, that's just like anything. It's very general. Who yep. doesn't feel that way? And I'm like, actually, honey, uh, like you are lots being, of people don't. Yes. It's funny because Johnson's an eight as well. Self, self-diagnosis. Yes. <laughs> so it's like he'll, he'll do something. I'm like, oh, you're just being an eight. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do that too. And we, um, on TikTok too, because I follow some TikTok accounts and my husband's pretty active in, in mm-hmm. TikTok. So all, out of all the social media, he does TikTok and Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I send him little things here of uh, Enneagram stuff. And right. He's just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, look, this is me. You know, this is why I do what I do. Because yeah. I'll send him my mm-hmm. nines. Oh, I don't know. Did I say what we... Oh, we haven't said what we mm-hmm. are. No. We've hinted. We've alluded to. Right. Dun, dun, dun. I'm a nine. <laughs> and Casey is... A two. I am a two. <laughs> through and through. Yes. And I'm a nine through and through. And, um... What's interesting is in the Enneagram, we come across the wings. And mm-hmm. with wings, you could only be what's on the other side of you. Mm-hmm. So for a nine, I could either be a nine wing one or a nine wing eight. Mm-hmm. And I have had the most trouble 
kind of seeing which one I fit into. Mm-hmm. And I've come to the conclusion that um, I'm both. Like there's yep. just situations where I lean into one mm-hmm. more than the other. Yep. Or one that I strive to be more. But I feel that in my hearts of hearts, in my most resting state or com- oh, me, I feel like I'm a nine wing mm-hmm. one. Okay. I can um, see that. Yeah. I, re- I really can see that. Yeah. And one of my good friends, she's a one. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, hmm, that's interesting. And mm-hmm. one of the things about nines is that they have little traits of all the other ones, right. which is such a huge component of my personality. So mm-hmm. totally understand that. Essentially, the Enneagram is a circle. So imagine a circle like a clock. So starting clockwise, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So that's how the nine, um, a person who is a nine can become a one, eight. Or an eight. A, a wing mm-hmm. one, wing eight. Um, whereas I'm a two, so I would be a two wing one or a two wing three. And I, like you have found that I fit the two, but I also can wing out into one or three given the situation. And sometimes I've found that when I'm really stressed, I may actually lean a little further into one of those wings a little more. Probably the three, Mm -hmm. probably stressed towards Mm -hmm. the three. Yep. So the nine different types of the Enneagram. So the first one is the reformer. The reformer they have a high priority with principles. Yes. So they're a very principled individual. Right um, and wrong. They yes. Have a very strong sense of right and wrong and, yes. and that wanting to be right. Yep, do exactly. what's right. And they're a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, very much a rule follower. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an extreme amount of self-control. Basically, their entire intention is try to be the best per- version of themselves that they can. And they kind of extend that to other people. So they yes. expect other people to also be their yes. very best. That's their, what I find is their, um, their growth mm-hmm. path tends to be how, how to deal with letting go of that intense need of perfection. Mm-hmm. And that's that growth path that I see uh, the ones in my life that are, that are growing. And that's what they're focusing mm-hmm. on is... Um, how to let go of that control. Right. And so the Enneagram's a great tool in mm-hmm. helping them get there. Yep. yep. So for a one, their biggest fear is imperfection, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Being being bad. Right. Breaking rules, being imperfect, and also just um the fear of like be people being angry with yeah. them. It's, yeah. it's that's a big one. Yep. Um, and again, falls under that just mm-hmm. umbrella of not following the rules and right. being caught and being right. put on the naughty list. Right. They do not want to be put on the naughty <laughs> list. So you'll find a lot of ones tend to sometimes be the, the older sister, older brother. Mm-hmm. Although that's not always the case. Right. But I've found that that's just kind of what you'll what you'll run across. Right. So yeah. So if that kind of sounds like you look into it. Yep, exactly. Yeah, definitely. So that was one. Mm-hmm. So number the two, type two is the helper or the giver. Yes. Um, so this is kind of where I fall. So basically you are very caring, people pleasing, but essentially it's everyone else before yourself. So yeah. you you're you always you go out of your way to help people. Sometimes if you are leaning towards the to your um, detriment. Yes, sometimes. to your detriment. Yes. 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 You, 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 you like will, to pour from your empty cup yes, sometimes, Casey. Yes, that is that is the <laughs> biggest thing. But that's your growth. And, your growth. See, it helps you because that's your mm-hmm. you know, you yeah. have a map of what to strive for right. and and um great tips. Mm-hmm. 
to kind of help you get there. And, right. Um, so, yeah. So how has, well, we'll get into how it's affected <laughs> yes. you, but we'll keep yes. going down the, so core, mm-hmm. uh, what's core, the core fear, fear is being unwanted or mm-hmm. not, not being needed. Not needed. I think that's the main thing is yep. unwanted, unneeded. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and so your ultimate desire is to be loved, to be needed, to be wanted, essentially. So when you offer help, that's kind of like your way of showing your love, your affection. So when it's turned mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. or, you know, we don't need you, like, oh, Right, like that exactly. So that's, that's the feels, an ultimate stab in the heart. Poor girl. <laughs> so can, yeah. If you ever but say, Christina, do you need help? Yes, bring right. me, bring, get but, me a Coke. <laughs> and then you can... The flip side of that is if if your personality is a two and you are that the giver, if you are not your best self, they say that you actually tend to turn into more of a manipulator. Mm. So you use those same character traits, those same things to actually get what you want essentially and, and it, I totally, it can well not with you I haven't seen you do that to right Casey but, but another two in my life mm-hmm. um, that I'm very close with I've I've seen that I've seen the the negative side mm-hmm. of what the two um can and, and yeah yeah I could definitely see mm-hmm. that and but I've also seen their their character arc and their growth right so I've seen it mm-hmm see them follow that path. Right. So if that's something that you recognize in yourself, it's, I guess it should be reassuring to know, mm-hmm. hey, there's, here's a path. Right. Right ahead for right. me. And there is growth. There's growth from that. Yes, so, let's talk about growth. Yeah. So tab three is the achiever. So they're very detail-oriented, success-driven, mm-hmm. basically. Goals. Yes. Oof. Yes. So their, their biggest fear is that they're worthless yeah. or um, to be a disappointment. Yep. They're, so then, in turn, their their biggest desire is to be valued, to be successful, that yeah. kind of thing. I actually worked with someone, a boss. I had a boss mm-hmm. who was most definitely a three. And I, um, when I, I used the tools for good. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, huh, you're a three. This is what uh, you need. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is how yep. to make keep you happy. And so... I did those things and they worked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I don't say that, I don't think that was using it for evil, but <laughs> I was definitely understanding human psychology, really. Right. That's what it comes down to. And um, yeah, just, but anyway, so mm-hmm. threes are highly motivated with just being the best. Yeah. Yep. Goal success. success. Success above and everything. And what are their, so their core, you said their core Fear was worthlessness failure, worthlessness. And worth, yep. And mm. disappointing. Mm-hmm. Being disappointed. I see that. Yep. So type four is the individualist, the romantic, the artist. These people are sensitive, creative, very creative, um, expressive. They can be dramatic. They can be also be very self-absorbed. We've all met people who are a four. When they are their best, they're very passionate, very... Um, I just... Creative comes to mind because a lot of your... Um, art, your actual, some of the Hollywood, some yeah, of the, your, of you know, fours. your movie, yep. your, your um, actors and actresses and things like that are fours. Yep. I'm not saying all of them are, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, like a common, a large, it's a common, it's a common personality A large majority. Trait. And a lot, uh, one of the key characteristics of a four is the individualist. Like mm-hmm. they yes. want to be authentic and they will they will go the if the majority of the population is going left they're going to go right right and and vice versa Mm -hmm. they 
very much march to the beat of their own drum. But mm-hmm. what's so interesting to me is, although that's what they will go out of their way to create that sense of mm-hmm. I'm, you know, individual. But then yep. they're so lonely. Mm-hmm. You know, because then they're like, I've built myself up to be so apart from the pack right. that I am now apart from the pack. Mm-hmm. And it is so lonely to be there. And if you have a four in your life, you know, they may seem like they're pushing you away, mm-hmm. but do not like just reach out just to anybody, any, any person in your mm-hmm in your life that especially, you know, just reach out to them if you feel that they're kind of pulling away. Right. But anyway. Right. So a four's biggest fear is to have no identity yep. or to have no significance mm-hmm. um, or to be ordinary. Yeah. That's the, so. like, do not call a four basic. <laughs> <laughs> and most of them will not have an iPhone. Yeah. Just, just saying, just saying. <laughs> if you know someone who's a huge, like, Android ch- uh, lover, chances are. Yeah. So, uh, four's biggest desire is to to be meaningful, mm-hmm. um, but but based off of like who they are, like they're yeah. they're um, they want to contribute, but not in like they want to be um, significant in their own in right. their own. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That is exactly right. Mm-hmm. So, type five mm-hmm. is the investigator or the observer. Yeah. So don't know any of them. So, don't know any fives yet. So let's see. Let's, so let's they see. are. Let's see. Hmm. So they are perceptive. Okay. Innovative. Hmm. They can also be secretive because they are so. Um, they are. A lot of times they are. They 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 seek to become like educated. So that so like these are your like student for life types. Ah. Um, things like that. Okay. Um, they they're very insightful, but. But they also have a tendency to push themselves away from other people okay. because they're so involved in their like their so studies. To they're the so four, yep. yeah, in that mm-hmm. sense, which makes they're right next yep. to each other. So yep. yeah, okay. So their biggest fear is being deemed useless or um, being helpless. Okay. So because they always strive to know the world around them, to know all these things. Um, so your 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 um, academics probably will fall a lot mm-hmm. into that category. Yep. Just like you said, you're your your lifelong learner. So even yep. maybe professors or mm-hmm. um just your your bookish like a bookish type in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So their their biggest desire is to be capable or to be competent. Okay. So that that falls in yeah, that makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Yep. So six is your skeptic loyalist. So mm-hmm. they're you know they're core desires Mm -hmm. uh, are they want to be responsible so six uh they are known as your skeptic loyalist and they're primarily categorized or described as responsible anxious suspicious they are motivated primarily by fear and the need for security yep definitely know a few sixes mm-hmm. in my life. Yep. And a lot of times with with sixes, they're the ones where they're they're thinking of like all the possible scenarios and mm-hmm. all the worst case scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um you're overthinkers. Yes. Definitely. They uh so their core fear, I would say, mm-hmm. is um lack of security and support. So you'll find right. a lot of um, you know, sometimes the older sibling maybe 
that did, had, you know, maybe an irresponsible parent mm-hmm. or something like that, they've developed that personality where they lack security. So mm-hmm. as an adult, right. you find them creating their own new family or uh, mm-hmm. making sure that that those security needs are met. Right. And you'll notice them as adults do right. that a lot. And, and it's funny that, well, kind of going off what you said, a lot of these personality types, when it comes to the Enneagram, are created, it's, it's essentially personality traits that we develop during childhood, mm-hmm. through trauma, through um, certain childhood experiences, things like that, yeah. um, situations that you're put in. And so, nurtured, definitely nurtured into you. Yeah. So yep. it's, a, it's, exactly. a, it's a course, it's definitely like a crash course of therapy mm-hmm. when you dive into this because yep. it puts that it makes you look inward like you've never looked inward before right. and right. really just makes you because it just gives you a big old hug mm-hmm. it says <laughs> it, it really does it, it it's like it confirms why you act the way you do mm-hmm. and it and it if you and why other people act the way they exactly, do it just exactly. makes you realize and it's based yeah. off of your personal experience your whatever you went through during your childhood that did sculpt you mm-hmm. um because I, I can tell as a two, I see exactly what happened that led me to become that way. And that's, that was probably something that never really would have been highlighted or, or kind mm-hmm. of shown to you if you hadn't right. gone digging. And most, exactly. people, most people don't put in the work going to therapy because mm-hmm. this is the kind of stuff that you, you go through in therapy. Therapists utilize these kind mm-hmm. of tools to help you. And if you aren't someone who go, can go to therapy, which I've highly highly mm-hmm. feel that everyone should but in if you don't mm-hmm. bare minimum right do you the can work. still you can still find yes resources right and uh, just work through it yourself you. even yeah definitely so. still consult um if you are in mm-hmm. a position to i i highly recommend it um because one thing is to see this having a therapist will guide you through it and maybe kind of um you know just Hold your hand through it even more yep. if you need it. So, yep. And they can explain things so much better. Yes. And they can even post questions mm-hmm. that will help you to figure out the answers yourself. Exactly. So it's like you can work through it with someone else, someone who is not biased towards your mm-hmm. situation or your perspectives and things like that. They can ask you those. They can ask you the right questions to put you on that track to self-discovery, right. essentially. The way I would say it is um, utilize the Enneagram as you would say WebMD. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yep, exactly. Like the, the answers and the things are there, but you still need a medical right. professional. Yeah, exactly. It's not, not professional advice. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So my professional advice is get professional, professional advice. advice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, so that was six. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, their, their desire is feeling secure. Like that is their main thing mm-hmm. is they need to feel secure. So right. things to, you know, so if you, if you have a six in your life and they're like a little worry wart, mm-hmm. this is the why have grace with them, please yep. have grace with everybody. That's mm-hmm. kind of what the Enneagram has really taught me is like, listen, <laughs> yeah, we're all fighting. Our own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're all fighting. our own. Oh, so the seven, number seven, mm-hmm. and uh, I seem to attract sevens in my life because I have quite a few. Um, they're just little bundles of joy. They, they're the enthusiasts, mm-hmm. um, spontaneous, adventurous, love new experiences. Uh, and their fear is being confined or in pain. Yep. And their main desire is to be happy and satisfied. So 
They just want to be happy. (laughs) Exactly. And that's that's the whole thing about the the biggest fear of being confined, just a confinement, feeling like you are in a bubble. Stuck. Yes. And it's like they they will do whatever they can to To not be there. Yeah. That hence the spontaneity. Spontaneity. Yeah, that Spontaneity. word. <laughs> the word that I can't pronounce. Um, yeah. And then the adventurous and the, you know, mm-hmm. drop everything, let's go, you know. And something, and I'm very, very close to uh, a few sevens and something, that, and they're all in like different, it's just so interesting to me um, that they're all in different uh, phases of life. Uh-huh. And um, one thing that I noticed that one of my very, very, uh, she's my cousin actually, mm-hmm. she's going through uh, a growth and one of the things she needs to kind of sit with are negative feelings okay. negative feelings mm-hmm. and sevens are like uh, like they will run away tune off just go far 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 away yep. from any negative emotion mm-hmm. and it could be it could be negative being that way mm-hmm. because it's almost like you're steadily running yeah you're not facing anything yes you're just running on yes. to the next thing mm-hmm. And it's just it, because it's just such an unpleasant emotion mm-hmm. and it's not one that they're comfortable with. Right. So, uh, you know, sometimes they can be um, put in the box of being superficial mm-hmm. because, you know, you can't, you, it seems like you can't have like those deep, uh, hard conversations with them because you can notice them physically get uncomfortable right. or change the subject because they don't want to talk about something negative. Right. Like it's bumming them out. Mm-hmm. And so yep. they will, oh, you know, try to make you see the positive side of it. Mm-hmm. And they can sometimes come across as like that toxic positivity mm-hmm. um, because it's like, no, dude, I need to sit with my negative emotion. I'm venting here. And all they want to do is be like, oh, just yeah. Go have a mimosa. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but it, it's that's how they'll their growth pattern mm-hmm. is going towards how to how to sit with those negative emotions yep. and being okay with them. So that's your 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 sevens there. And um to the eight. <laughs> <laughs> they are known as the challenger. Yes. Which is funny. Self-confident, decisive, Mm -hmm. confrontational. Very confrontational. (laughs) Commanding and protective. Yeah. So you're alpha male, really. Yeah. That's really what... Yeah. A lot of guys, I would think... Now, that's not... I don't know if that's true or not, Mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of guys that I know fall into the challenger type. if, If you think about, like, you know, they're kind of groomed to be that way like little boys you got to be tough no cry blah blah blah. so it kind of like forces that personality sometimes onto them and and, you know but i know i know a few females that are also Mm -hmm. eight yep but you'll be you're Mm -hmm. absolutely right majority of the eights are going to be male um that at least in the forums that i'm in Mm -hmm. and, and all that stuff yep but um yeah it's their fear their their main fear is to be harmed or controlled yes. by others. Control is the biggest thing. And yes. I'll tell you, with, with Jonathan specifically, he doesn't like any situation where he's not in control. Mm. So he doesn't fly in an airplane yeah. because yeah. he has no control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, for for Chris, who's also my husband, he is also an eight. What I've noticed is he does not, comes down to the control thing, but like, I can't make plans. 
Like, it's just like, I can't say, oh, you know, let's do this, let's do that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning of the year, I want to plan out our, what we're going to be doing for our vacations. And yep. he's just like, oh, you're just trying to take over. Like, you're already, <laughs> like, I don't even have my vacation yet. And it's already, yeah. And you're already going to make plans of it for it. And it's like, well, yeah, I want to make plans. Like, well, so see, we can, that yeah. goes to your non-wing one. Mm-hmm. Wanting to have a plan. The one is the planner. Yep. Like wanting to oh, have gosh. everything planned out. <laughs> yep. It gives me security knowing that I have a path. Yes. You know, so, but, so I've come to understand that um, plans don't fly and how to kind of make those things kind of come up, come about. And um, the way that I've figured that out with the eight in my life is to just kind of make the plans myself. He doesn't need... He just doesn't want to be part of the planning process and he just mm-hmm. wants to be told kind of like, all right, this is your choice or these are the choices. Kind of like how you tell a child, like, do you want carrots? Option or, A, or, B, or C. Yeah, you want to get them to eat vegetables. You want carrots or peas and they yeah. feel like they still have control over the choice, but guess what? They're still eating vegetables. So yeah. the, I treat yeah. my husband like a toddler. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> so um, I'm joking. So that brings us to a nine, which is hilarious yes. because it's peacemaker. So I'm married to the challenger. Yes. <laughs> so I'm married to the one that is not scared to for all the confrontations. And it's not that I'm scared of confrontations. I just, that's my negative emotion. Right. That's what I run away from right. in the sense of I just, ugh, I don't like that feeling. But my growth is to be more comfortable with that mm-hmm. and to understand that some confrontation, no, or some confrontation is necessary yeah and healthy right i mean conflict conflict is natural yeah you know and being the peacemaker you have a tendency to try to oh i literally make peace yeah like you don't want the confrontation i do not um but it says here that we are receptive reassuring agreeable Mm -hmm. and laid back and fear main Mm -hmm. fear is to be disconnected or lost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not not being part mm-hmm. of something like being FOMO. Oh yes. my gosh, it's huge with me. Yes. FOMO is huge. Um I please include me. <laughs> I will be hurt. <laughs> um, but my um my main desire, the nine's main desire is to have peace and stability and just calm and I'm adding to it comfy just you know and a lot of uh the nines um and I actually only know personally one other nine Mm -hmm. she is most definitely a nine wing eight so it's interesting because Because it's peacemaker but challenge like yeah (laughs) yeah but it's just so interesting to see those two wolves warring within Mm -hmm. because it's you could see it, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting to me. And there are times where I definitely touch my wing eight, and I feel like maybe that's why Chris and I work so well is that he is able to embody and to be the mouthpiece that I am on the right. inside, but right. I can't express. So you you see it the same way he does. Yes, but your desire, Reaction. yeah, your desire for peace yes. or to keep things Trumps peaceful. It. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Trump's that, you know, whereas he is more of a hothead in that sense. I'm more of a, 
oh, you know, how is that going to... Let's try to work yeah. this out. Let's, let's diffuse. Yes. I'm very whereas, much a diplomat. Yeah. Very much a diplomat, whereas he is the hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just... But we work. We work. A lot of the friendships and relationships I have in my life, I feel like I can relate to in a sense Mm -hmm. to 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 a degree and that comes into the personality of the nine where the nine what makes you a nine is being able to see things from multiple perspectives right that's a superpower that I have really tapped into um or tried to and I feel like that is the growth the growth for the nine is Mm -hmm. being able to kind of really just see and embody all the different types of Enneagram or all the different personality types. And I think maybe that's, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But the point is, is I love the Enneagram mm-hmm. and it's, I will definitely link, <coughs> um, link the resources that we used. And I, I went on to Truity. I used Truity, but I know that there's a few others. Yep. Um, but yeah, did there's you? There's the, the Enne- is it the Enneagram Institute? I put them on we have a types. we made a little document we did that, that's we what were, we keep passing back and forth we were so. trying to be nice and organized and we're learning we let's see truity.com mm-hmm. the enneagram institute i also read an article from forbes forbes actually has an article on the enneagram oh, cool. um and then of course like for graphics and things like that pinterest or google oh yeah they they have these Tons. like diagrams and it's it gives you like it's like a quick kind of a Quick, quick teach rundown. little yeah. thing. And I'm super visual, so that was very helpful to see and to just kind of like, oh, okay, it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. Um, great, great stuff to to just learn about yourself. So Exactly. And people around you. Like, you're like, yeah. ah. Siblings. You, you can figure out who your siblings are. Um, yeah. Because that, I mean, that really helps. It helps with conflict resolution mm-hmm. skills. In the workplace. Um, oh, my gosh. We didn't even yes. talk about that. If you're in, in any type of leadership or, you know, and if you're able to, like, I think that's a great tool, mm-hmm. um, you know, to get to know your team better, a great, yep. maybe a good team belt, team building exercise, maybe in school, like to do mm-hmm. research projects. I think it's just a, such a great, interesting time, anytime that you're dealing with the human, like psyche, psychology, like that, all that stuff just makes me happy. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. So you had mentioned start off with I know we didn't like take notes on this but as far as like love language mm. I don't even remember all the different there's like mm. there's quality time there's gifts, um, gifts um, words of affirmation yes um, touch I think touch, touch is one personal touch or is it personal touch it's something touch words of affirmation there's five yeah so you got um, touch words of affirmation gifts acts of service that was, yeah, access and quality time. Quality time, yep. yeah. So I remember when I took the test, my main two <laughs> were like my highest ones were act of service and uh, quality time. Mm-hmm. And I definitely resonate with acts of service. And mm-hmm. so is Chris, we're both acts of service, yeah. our love language. So it's just funny because uh, I tell him all the time, I'm like, when I. When I ask you for like a, a glass of water or something, like mm-hmm. that's you, that's me asking to be loved. Right. Exactly. And you know, I don't want to hear lip. Mm-hmm. Just get me the ask yeah. me if I want ice. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. And um, and with him too, like he'll test me. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, "Oh, get me this, get me that." And I, without even like thinking, right, will jump up and get it because I love him mm-hmm. and I 
Like, yes, let me right. show you that's, how I that's love That's how you, you love <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me make you breakfast. Let me do this. Let me do that. And I'm very much like that's how I show mm-hmm. my love is by doing doing things. And I, right. that definitely comes from right. my upbringing. My mom mm-hmm. would clean. Hers is, her love language is cleaning, which mm-hmm. is acts of service. So mm-hmm. she'll come over to visit and clean my bathroom. Yeah. I and mean, it's great. Yeah. It's not an insult. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, mine is quality time. So okay. I'm quality time. Jonathan is quality time. We're Aww. both... Yep, so hence, any time we spend together, we're going somewhere. We're doing something, spending time together, putting puzzles together, watching movies together, um, birthdays, anniversaries. I always try to plan a trip because it's like I know that that's one-on-one time that we get to spend together with no interference whatsoever. No interactions, and especially if he's driving, he can't be on his phone to talk to him. I mean, I leave up my house with Chris. Yeah. But, um, definitely. And you know, what's funny yeah. is your quality, t- you know, like your acts of service, but quality time too. Both so them, yeah. that's where you and I come into yeah. play because most of our time that we spend together is through, um, going, we, we love to go to brunch. We love yes. to go, um, like just doing places. Stuff. We, like, we go shopping together. Huh? We go on trips together. We like literally do everything. We go to the movies <laughs> together and do those things because we enjoy spending that one-on-one time together. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely, and like I feel that the the love languages mm-hmm. and the enneagram definitely go hand in hand. Yep. All of them, because yep. there's other there's other cool ones too. Yeah, there there's really the is. I am. Uh, I can't think of it. Yeah, I am be something, and I want to say um, that I, I think I'm an INFJ. I think <laughs> I don't know, but. It's it on truity. Um, actually, it has links to mm-hmm. all the other yeah, things there's, there I mean, too. There really and is a lot. You can um, you know, really just kind of just it just it's just it opens up mm-hmm. that world to you, and then you can just it's a deep dive, just yeah. deep dive in there, and it's um, yeah. one rainy Saturday afternoon, just like yeah, go on Google 100%. and just start googling it, and like you want to learn about yourself, yeah, take the tests, yeah, and there's there's free tests. There's also like. Don't look at the ones that you have to pay for because yeah, there's going to be free tests and they're they're decent. Like they're not. You know. They just get you started. Once you know yeah. what you are, then you can do like all your own little research. You can yep. Google Enneagram, whatever. And there's books. There's there's actual books mm-hmm. written on, on it. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, I haven't read any of them just mm-hmm. yet. I'm a huge um, audio audiobook person. Mm-hmm. I commute for work, so I'm always listening to different podcasts, audiobooks, yep. that sort of thing. Yep. So they, I mean they literally that's yeah. that's legitimately all they talk about is the Enneagram or yeah. or other personality so, traits. So uh, this is at all interesting to you we highly recommend going mm-hmm. into doing and just doing your own little deep right. dive on explore it. it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely explore it further. Well, I think we are, are we coming to an end here? Yeah, we yeah. are. So yeah. that was Enneagram with East Meets West. Yes. Episode number two. So we thank you guys for listening to us and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye.